Yeah, another episode of Sit Down with Slim. Um, I got a special guest in here, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. All right, everybody, man. I'm Coyotes, man. Me and Slim went to Georgia Southern together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so man, I just can't have to chop it up with him, man. We talk about like real life issues and everything. Yeah, but yeah, how you doing today, dog? Man, I'm feeling good, man. The weather good, man. You know, you don't get too many good days of weather like in Georgia, man. So. Every day the sunshine and I'm good, man. <laughs> like I put on everything, man. Like every day the sunshine and I'm good. I already know it, dog. I'm having a decent day too. I just got an email saying my passport on the way. So any news is good news, long as it ain't bad news, ain't it? What's up, man? You gotta go out the country? Yeah. I'm supposed to be going somewhere for my birthday. I don't know where yet though. All right, what's up, man? You need to check out uh you need to go to Cancun, man. I think that's where I'm going too. Yeah, man. Like folk like folk think Cancun. It's played out like it's not. Like it's when not. you went, me and my wife went down there for our honeymoon. All right, yeah. Me and my wife went down there for our honeymoon like last November. Uh huh. Yeah. So like, I mean, and it, and it was dope. Like, I mean, like. What all you did while you was out there? Like, you know, we got to ride the four wheelers. Like, we rode we we the four wheelers in the jungle at nighttime. Oh damn! And, I know that shit was dope. It ain't like it ain't like when you riding them in Vegas. Like, like in Vegas, like they they monitor you, so it's like it's in like you. Riding, look like they let you dog them, like so. Like they like, they, like, you, like you was out, we was all over the jungle, and I'm talking about like it's nighttime. It ain't like you know night like it's like dark, dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in the jungle, like we in the real jungle. <laughs> I know like, that shit was fun. What else you did? I mean, you go zip lining. I was terrified of zip lining, man. Oh yeah, I don't fuck with zip lining. But you wanna know what though, man? Once I did it, the first time, I mean, like it was done. I was. Now I'm thinking about going skydiving. <laughs> I mean, I ain't even lying, bro. Like, I mean, like, I probably ain't there yet. But, I mean, you know, like, once once I did it, man, like, all my nerves that went away. Because we, we were supposed to do it at first night that we weren't riding the four-wheelers. It was supposed to be, like, ride four-wheelers for, like, an hour, go zip line. I mean, mm-hmm. we were supposed to zip line. But it was at nighttime. So, I was like, I, was like, I can't even see where I'm going. Like, I, don't, I ain't with all this. Bro, so y'all did all that over the honeymoon? Yeah, bro, we did a lot, bro, and like, and we didn't even get to do everything. We, cause like, I like to fish. Uh huh. So like, we were supposed to go fishing. Uh, we were supposed to go fishing. Like, oh, now you good? We were supposed to go fishing, and uh, like I said the weather was too bad. And ever since I seen that duck, that duck video, uh, that family who died in Missouri. Yeah. Like all you gotta do is tell me the weather ain't favorable, man. Like, and I mean, and that's and that's gonna be enough for me to be like, well, I guess no fishing want me to catch them today. <laughs> That's all it took. That's all it took, man. You know, I mean, I was disappointed, man. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you go fishing in the United States, man, you got all type of laws, and you know, like, they, I mean, I mean, you, 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 you can really go out there and catch as many fish you want out there in the, in the, in the Caribbean, man. Yeah. I mean, in, in Mexico, they ain't they ain't got the same laws that uh, America has, which you know, ain't, ain't a bad thing they have laws, but like, I, I was ready to go out there and like wild out, take my Instagram pic with my fish. Uh, I say, but yeah, I can't even do it, man. But we we were, we did zip lining, repelling, man. You swimming some notes, man. Like it's real dope. But you know, like going to Can- going to Cancun is like going to California. As far as like you know, you going like well, they like going to L.A. Really, mm-hmm. so it's like uh, so it's like you know you like you can fly to L.A. and you can be in L.A. Or you can go. To, you can be in Santa Monica. You can go to Hollywood. You can go to Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. Or you can go to Malibu. Or you can go to you know, Calabasas. Mm-hmm. So like you know, Cancun because we flew like we flew into Cancun. Everybody flying to Cancun, but in Cancun you got Tulum, you got Cozumel, you have um, 
which is what we was at Rivera Maya, and you have uh, that's where I think I'm going. It's caught. I mean, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's caught something like that. Uh, Cancun is the most litest. So like Cancun is like flying to LA. Yeah. So like it's like you you going to LA you going to be in LA. Uh, everywhere else is like it just goes down from there. Like and the Riviera Maya, like is it's the most laid back part. So it's like really like the couples resorts and everything. Cancun is more like party city. Like it's like Miami or the Caribbean. Like Miami or the Caribbeans, man. Mm-hmm. So like you know what I'm saying like. We 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 want to go back to Cancun now, so we ain't never get to experience Cancun. We got experience Rivera Maya. All the beaches and stuff pretty much look the same, but the activities that you're gonna do then gonna depend on where you stay at. See, you got me excited as hell to go now. I mean, Cancun dope, man. I, I was it, trying not to think about it. <laughs> I mean, it ain't like it, 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 it ain't that expensive compared to a lot of stuff. It ain't, yeah. I mean, it, it ain't that expensive, man. Traveling traveling is expensive when you ain't got it. It's not expensive when you just don't want to spend. Bro, I had that conversation today. I was uh, I was talking about the difference between men and women traveling. Like, bro, I hate that, bro. Like, I have. I mean, right now, right now, I got. I'm. Like, I got a group of friends that I travel with, mm-hmm. and we we willing to travel, man. But most of my most of my male friends like they don't be wanting to travel. Like, they be blowing me, bro. Like, yeah, it don't take nothing for a group of girls to go somewhere. Exactly, they don't mind because, like, bro. You know what the difference is between men and women. Women will plan some shit out a year in advance, bro. And when it's like two months before time to go, they got everything ready. Us, we wait till the last minute with everything, bro. I mean, bro, like, I, I like for me, bro, it's, like it's really been the value of money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, women, like they will make it work. Like they will make it work. Like if, like if, like if I ask you to go on a trip, like the day I ask you, like, oh yeah, bro, that sound cool as I don't know what, bro. Like, I'm, I mean, I can't wait, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've I've been trying to get out there. Yeah. About three months when the money do. Boy, I ain't even got it right now. Boy, man, my baby man. mama tripping, boy. It, 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 be, it be something. Like, it be something. Like, the women, like, they be ready to pay them little four, five hundred dollars. Like, what? I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, like, you they know, be like, what? The room costs 120 a night. Get to them. Yeah, I mean, like, they, I mean, they, they, they be with it, man. That's that why, like, I find out, you know what I'm saying? I want, I, I want to go on a trip with guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like uh you know guys guys get to have fun right so we we we, we get each other uh-huh uh i mean so i like couple trips man that's the only way that's the only way you can get both is to get a girl to drag a guy on the trip that's the only way you're gonna get both because mm-hmm. dudes don't mind going on trips with their girls but i mean they to to them like you know just spending that money on themselves going out of time it's like you like you really gotta pull teeth out on like they will come up with every excuse and everything like like women, like they, like you said, they don't play around with. Like if a woman knows she on a vacation, she gonna ask that day that her friend asked her. Like if a friend see her on Sunday, that Monday when she get back to work, she gonna see if it's on if it's like if it's available. Dudes yeah. wait till two weeks before, like it's time to go. Yeah, man, <laughs> boss, I mean to talk to you, man. I got a uh, I got a trip coming up. Uh, I know we need to be gone five five days. Uh, you think I can get off? No, you can't get out. Like you can't tell me. I mean, I need you here. Like I need you here. You can't just up and go. I mean, bro. Like, and this, and it doesn't matter. Like, bro. Like, I see it in every facet of life. Like, from people who work at factories and you know, like, make a minimum uh, wage or whatever. Not probably like minimum wage. The women are what w- maybe w- way more willing to travel than the men. Uh-huh. Uh, people who like you know. Maybe just starting out of college, you know they make they making decent money. It's not a fabulous salary or nothing like that. 
those women are way more willing to travel to people who are making like six figures, like those women are way more willing to travel to even like entrepreneurs, like people who, you know, have quote unquote more free time, like they're more willing to travel. Like women just do not mind traveling like as much as men. But bro, we was just talking about entrepreneurship before we started recording. You know, a lot of people think as far as entrepreneurship goes, that's a way for them to have that free time to travel. They don't understand that sometimes there's things you gotta do. I mean, bro, like at the end they everybody works for somebody. Yes. Like you, you like you know what I'm saying? Like you like everybody works for somebody. A lot of people don't believe that though, believe it or not. Like, yeah, I mean, so like no matter what no matter what you work for a corporation. You work for another person's small business, or you work for a medium-sized business. Uh, you know, you work for yourself. Let's say, like for instance, you you run a, a lawn care business. You work some, for your customers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you work for your customers. Like you know what I'm saying. So like, maybe you know what I'm saying. In the fall, you gonna get the ball out. The fall and the winter, you 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 can go all out the country. But in the summertime, when everybody else get to go. You gotta cut grass off something. Yeah, I mean, so and your schedule gonna be hectic too. Yeah, man. You know, like like a wed- like a wedding planner, man. You know, uh, I mean, a wedding planner. They work. They they have. You know, they plan. All you doing is planning weddings, but peak man, seasons. I mean, you know, peak season. I mean, like wedding. People have weddings all year round. There's one thing. They have more weddings in the summer and fall mm-hmm. than they do in the winter and spring. But uh, I mean, they they literally have weddings year round. And you gotta deal with people year round, so it's like you I mean everybody work for somebody, you know. You you see these folks on YouTube saying, "I'm in Bali right now managing my portfolio." Yeah, but you, I mean, even if, even if, even if that's true, which I don't <laughs> believe it is, it's crazy. We gotta question people though. Yeah, yeah, life mean, would be so much easier if everybody just gave you real information yeah, and didn't like, try to I mean, pitch you no highlight real yeah, ass I mean, shit on social yeah, media. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like even if it's true or not. You gonna have to come back here, and you gotta meet face to face with somebody. Like, uh-huh. you cannot avoid face to face contact with people. And, oh, they and, trying nowadays, though. I mean, so I mean, you, I mean, you, but I mean, but the thing is, you work for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you can't avoid not working for somebody. Mm-hmm. You mean you may get to work on more flexible terms. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, the biggest feat to entrepreneurship is not even free time. It's the fact that you can control what you earn. Yes, I mean that's that that's 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 the biggest thing, and that's and that and that's really the thing is that I think should that that should either do, like push people into entrepreneurship or pull them from it. So like, if you can only make a hundred thousand being an entrepreneur, like you know, like you the max out your business, you didn't like finesse every craft in it, and you come up to like, all right, now I'm only making a hundred thousand, but you know at your job like you can make ninety five plus benefits, mm-hmm. you may need to work. I mean, if it ain't killing you to work, like you may need to work. I mean, because your benefits may, may be like twenty five thousand in benefits. Maybe even more. Maybe even more. Like you know, not what including four hundred one k. You just never know. But like at the end of the day, man, you know, like a lot of business, a lot of people like right now, a lot of employers right now, companies, they're realizing that people want more freedom in what they do. So I know, like you know, I I, I started a new job on Monday. Uh, I mean, like I was looking for freedom. I wasn't looking for a paycheck. I wasn't looking for a status symbol. I was looking for freedom, brother. Like, I mean, like, give me my freedom. Like, I want to have more time off. I ain't want to be tired to this place. I mean, I don't mind y'all calling me when I'm off, but I ain't want to feel like I got to work every See, day. See, bro, with, with any employment, all I ultimately want is Mondays off. I'll even work Saturdays. I want like, Mondays off, bro. I want the weekend off. 
I mean, yeah, a lot of I, people I, are I, like that. I won't. I mean, it ain't even, it ain't even really like like my job right now. I'm working the weekend shift. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm basically a supervisor, and I work Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I work three days a week. They all day shift. I don't mind. I get to you know what I'm saying. I can get off and do what I do what I need to do. Uh, and I'm off Tuesday through Friday, so I got that whole time off. Uh, but man, like it's I mean it's it's really a drag on you when it's stuff going on around you. You gotta be at work for somebody. Yeah. Like that. It's really, it's really a drag, man. But my my old my old job, man, it was literally like, man, I might work seven days a week. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I worked there, I worked every Friday and Saturday night. So that was that was, that was too much on me, right? Though. Giving up every Friday and Saturday night, and then like I was working Friday Saturday night, I was working into Sunday morning. So like Sunday was killed too. Damn. So like you know, I I, I mean, I might get home like two or three. How long you did that shift? Uh, a year and a half, man. Going on two. So like you know what I'm saying, uh, it was just too much, man. Like I I could I couldn't do it, man. I ain't have no freedom, man. Like I didn't have no freedom. But then like for me, like man, it's it's really about growth. So like if whatever you're doing, you if you can't see yourself progressing at what you're doing, and you don't want to progress. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I mean, then it ain't. It can't it, be no ceiling to what I do. I mean, like it ain't it ain't worth it to me. Like it ain't it ain't worth. That's how I felt about uh the military when I was growing up. I was like. Yeah, we all can 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 finish high school and we can go into the military enlisted starting out at seventeen thousand a year. But what's the best that's gonna happen? We gonna make E nine making six figures? That's the best that can happen. I mean, but you know, like for you know for, for you, you know, I mean, that's not your motivator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I true. Mean, I mean, what money, you know, I was just, I was just talking I mean, about personal. I mean, experience. yeah, you know, money was your motivator. You know, so some folks making it E9 or, you know, even leveraging it to go into the CIA or FBI or wherever they want to go or whatever, like, I mean, that that, that can be their motivator. And yeah. That can be their avenue. And that's fine, but I was just talking about just for me, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, people got different motivators, man. You know, some, for some people it's money, for some people it's, it's like like freedom, man. You know, like, whatever motivates you is what motivates you. I mean, because whatever motivates you is going to determine your, your version of success. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like it's some people out there. And ultimately, it. everybody's version is different of yeah, success. I mean, yeah, man. Just know. like earlier, we were talking about happiness. And I told you, I hate that word, happiness. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I can't I, stand that I, word. I, I, I don't hate happiness. I hate what the world has told us happiness looks like. Correct. That so, too. <laughs> I mean, so I don't mind happiness. Like, like, I mean, happiness is just joy. You know what I'm saying? I love to smile. Like, uh-huh. I love to laugh. Like, I, I love to be in a happy state of mind. But the world, you know what I'm saying? Just like, if you're not doing this, you can't be happy. Like, being an entrepreneur. Like, if you're not, being a hundred, uh, you're not an entrepreneur, then how can you be happy with your life right now? Because you work for somebody else. I mean, but I'm happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. You don't believe teachers happy or firefighters happy? Or, I mean, it's some police officers, whether how you feel about them. I mean, Bro, it's funny you say that. I've been trying to do this topic on, um, on uh, the school system. I've been trying so many times, bro. Yeah, believe it or not, I ain't throwing I ain't throwing no shade on nobody. But believe it or not, dog, it's rare that I run across a teacher that I feel like genuinely teaches because they like it. Like I'm yet to meet one. I mean, I I didn't miss some. I mean, I have I like. Excuse I, me, I met one. I take that back. I don't. I, I mean, I didn't met a lot. Like my mama teaching, and she like and she like teaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, she don't always like the classes she teach, or the school she teach at, or yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the principal she teach for. But like I mean, in order to in order to be a teacher for thirty years, are you leveraging a four year degree no different than anybody else? You leveraging that degree for a minimal like you know what I'm saying for not a lot of money. 
And most cases, in order to make a decent amount of money, you gotta have a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Now you measuring now you, you know what I'm saying waging four years of college, you waging six years, six or seven years of college. So I mean, I believe they gotta like it. I mean, they gotta like what they doing. They gotta feel like it's impactful what they doing. They might not like the situation that they in, meaning that they not they only making forty four thousand dollars a year. They making fifty thousand dollars a year. I don't know, bro. I feel like I feel like they're in it, and it's more so more of a paycheck for them. But you can make a paycheck doing anything, bro. I mean, uh, you know, one thing I will say, man, you know, when you start working or whatever, which way, it's hard to get out of your field. So I mean, it's like you know, if you play football and your and your position that people, your position that you started out was running back, it's gonna be hard for somebody to say, go be a linebacker. Yeah. It's gonna be hard, you know what I'm saying? You like, I want, I want to be linebacker. They, they ain't gonna trust you to be on the linebacker. Like uh, you Jackson, to, uh, Jackson when he went, when he was coming out of college and they was trying to draft him as a tight end, he wasn't going for it. He yeah. wanted to stay a quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, you. like, I mean, I mean, it's, it's hard to transfer. So I mean, it, I mean, they there for a paycheck. I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. I mean, I know it's a lot of teachers. That job, that I mean, that profession has one of the highest turnover rate. I mean, so like from year to year, like teachers do not come back to teaching. They go on and be flight attendants or go to the military. Yeah, or, that or shit back, be crazy. I'll be saying back, that too. Go back to school or anything. I mean, but I believe, I believe, I believe folks like it. I mean, I mean, but it, my whole point was like you can work for somebody and be happy. Yeah, I agree too. I mean, like you can work for somebody and be happy. I mean, you ain't you ain't gotta travel around the world to be happy. Mm-hmm. And you can travel to basic places and be happy. I heard I heard Killer Mike say something like that. He was talking about how um the the happiest people he see is people like his grandparents that you know live in the country and they farm land. And he was like, "That's the happiest people he see. Like they ain't got a whole lot of money, but they just love family. Yeah, man, that's happy. What, yeah, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, like the happiest I be, you know what I'm saying? Be, like when I be with my family. Mm-hmm. That'd be one of the happiest things, man. I'd be happy with my wife. Like, I was happy with my whole wedding day. Like, I mean, I was genuinely happy. Like, and shit, I was damn near goddamn, I was broke as hell. Like, I just paid for the whole thing. Yeah, I was just about but to I, say that. Before we start recording, you was talking to me about, about weddings, and you was making me sad and depressed. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, like, the whole time you was talking about it, I was thinking about, like, uh, like student loan debt. And that's how I was seeing, like, that wedding. I was like, damn, boy, that's like me doubling up on my student loan debt. But yeah, I mean, the crazy thing about wedding debt, man, it comes so fast. Like student debt is spread out over four, five years. Yeah. Or even six, seven, or nine. A wedding ten. like that though. Wedding right? is anywhere from half to two years. And you racking it up, like boom, like it's instant. Mm-hmm. It's instant money. You know, one of the great things about it is if like if you can I mean, because like we had to come up with money to spend for the wedding. Like, what if we can come up with that same money to save? <laughs> like, <laughs> what if we can come up with them same, you know, five, four, I mean, five, six hundred dollar payments? To those, just, boy, those, boy, those regrets of spending money, boy, them shits will pile up yeah, on I mean, you. Yeah, I man. So, like, you know, but I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a joyous time, man. Like, it was one of them things, man. But you know, like the world version of happiness is you have to make so much money, you have to live in this this house. You have to drive this car, you have to date this person, you have to travel, you know, you have to be, you know what I'm saying, travel all around the world. But yeah, bro, um, why wedding so expensive though, bro? But it's just Marcos, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why your glasses cost so much? 
Oh, I ain't gonna lie, these glasses are cheap as hell, boy. That's why I don't know if you seen my videos on YouTube, but you can't see nothing but lights in my glasses. Cause I paid forty dollars for these motherfuckers with the I frames. Mean, you know what I'm but like white glasses, white glasses, <laughs> white glasses cost so much. Um, it's a lot of factors, dog. It's a lot of factors with everything. I know where you're going with this, though. But, but no, I'm like, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Really, like, you know what I'm saying? Tip, like, tell me why glasses cost so much. Why glasses cost so much is because high demand, everybody needs glasses. That ain't why glasses cost so much. Why is it? One company controls 80% of the market as to, why, as to how people buy glasses. So, like, so for instance, like, there's one company manufactures Ray-Ban glasses, Oakley glasses, mm-hmm. Michael Claus glasses, uh, Vogue glasses, uh, uh, Chanel, Gucci, they manufacture all them glasses. So you, so you go to, so you go to, you know, you know, you go to your doctor. You think you getting a choice? Yeah. No, you ain't getting no choice, man. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like you choosing between Coca Cola and Sprite. That's your choice. Like Coca Cola <laughs> ultimately makes both products. They they want you to think that you got a choice in it, but you don't got a choice in it. But like, bro, like they have. I marked up stuff so much because they know you're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But they know people are going to pay for it. So they know people want to pay a ton for glasses. So regardless of the fact that they use the same material to make the ton for glasses that they use to make the Ray-Ban glasses that cost $400 less, you're going to pay for it because you want ton for yeah. glasses. You was talking about designer glasses. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, so like, but this one company owns 80% of the market. And mm-hmm. it's, it ain't Lazotica. Most folks ain't never heard of Lazotica. But they own Sunglasses Hut, they own Lens Crafter, they own the licensing to almost every major brand that makes glasses. So like that's the reason glasses cost so much. The wedding industry is not that different. But what it is is they know people are gonna be willing to pay a high, they know people are willing to pay a price for something because they know it's gonna make them feel like luxury. So I mean, you know, you can a wedding cake, like you know, like it ain't in there, it ain't nothing but cake and mean dough and icing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now you can pay, are you paying for the actual dough and icing? Or are you paying for the decoration? Yeah, but either way, you're gonna pay a thousand dollars for that cake because it's, it's marked up, like they know you're gonna pay for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like you know, going into most weddings, most weddings are held on Saturday, so guess what they do? The same venue that costs a thousand dollars less if you had a wedding on a Thursday. It's a thousand dollars more on Saturday. They marked it up because you're gonna pay for it. Caterers charge more on Saturdays. Like everybody charging more on Saturdays. I mean, it's just like that's the reason waiting so expensive. Because they know people gonna pay for them. Like they know you're gonna pay for them. Like people will be in competitions, or there's parents being competitions, or siblings being competitions, or friends being competitions. Yeah, parents will go into competition over everything yeah, too. Yeah, they mean people want a nice wedding, man. Like they I mean they just they want a legitimate nice wedding. Yeah, I ain't that's not what's important to me, dog. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I told man. you you told me that number. I was like, boy, nah, I, and then I showed you I showed you the wedding that 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 I seen online and I was like, it's crazy too cuz the same day that uh that person I showed you was having their wedding, someone else was having a wedding that looked like it couldn't have been no more than $10,000 and they both looked the same to me. Well, yeah, I mean, I say if you go to a wedding, you can tell the difference. Mhm. So like you can you can really tell the difference like it's like like the new Honda look nice as hell. Yeah. But if you hop in a BMW like you can tell the difference. I mean, I ultimately like. Do you really care to have a BMW, or are you okay with a with a Honda? Like, you know, I mean, it's, it, that's that's going to determine. I told you, it's always about the uh, status. It's, it's about social the, status. I mean, it, it is a status thing, you know, when it comes to that fictitious stuff. 
But you can tell the difference in, in you know, a ten thousand wedding versus all right, so a thirty thousand dollar wedding. All right, so let me tell you this scenario. Um, my homeboy called me one time and he was like, Damn man, would you ever manage a strip club? And I was like, Well, you know, I don't like strip clubs. And he was like, Man, I just seen I just seen this Asian guy, he manages a strip club and he drive a BMW, man, he balling. And I was like, it's crazy to me that everybody sees a car like a BMW and just assume that that person is just balling. That's it. It's just crazy to me how people just take a material thing and just associate it with some money. It's insane to me. But I mean, but I mean, that's by design, though. I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's, that's like that's by design. Like people do that, like by design. Like companies have did that. Like that was not why BMW was started. BMW was started for the same reason Chevrolet and Ford was started. Yeah. It wasn't uh, started as no luxury brand. Yeah, I mean, same thing with, you know, Mercedes. Like, it wasn't started as no luxury brand. Or even Lamborghini was a tractor company. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, you know, eventually, like, people associating with I luxury. also think, like, me traveling around and, and just being around different places, it kind of opened my mind up and had me thinking differently because I stayed in Germany for, like, six years when I was young. And over there, you know, a BMW is a Chevrolet. It's the same thing over there. Yeah, man. I mean, it is. I mean, it's just like you and like a Ford, which is like the, really one of the only American cars that has been able to breach. You that a Ford market. guy? I mean, <laughs> they breach that market. I ain't even saying a Ford. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Ford yeah. is a luxury car, man. I yeah. mean, I mean because they gotta pay. They gotta pay the fee for it to get shut over there. And Ford uh-huh. puts more money into making that Ford a little nice over there. So. I mean, that just, just. I mean, it's one of them things, man. You know, people are gonna associate everything with money. Like people gonna. Associate, uh, you can a girl walking around with a Louis Vuitton purse. Oh, she got a bag on her. Like, yeah. She walk around with Louis Vuitton shoes. They got a bag on them. You know, so, uh, you know the vacation that people take. You know, people gonna assume that a person who went to, I don't know, St. Lucia's over Cancun, person with St. Louis, I mean, they spent more money on that trip. You know what I mean? People don't know. You don't know, like <laughs> you don't know. You don't know that car rental. I mean, you don't know that car. That person leasing that car, buying that car. And I think that's the issue with social media. It's a highlight reel, and people look at those highlight reels, and it it makes them feel like they're behind in life because they're watching somebody else's highlight reel. It's kind of like um, you'll watch. Let's say I pulled you up a highlight tape of Greg Oden, and I told you that he was the best center of all times. And in this highlight tape, you seen him just jamming it. I could convince you he was the best center of all times, right? I mean, if you never watched sports a day in your life, and I just showed you this, he would look dominant, right? Yeah. That's how social media is to me. Like, you're literally watching the highlight tape, and you're thinking like, damn, you know what? That person right there is doing it. Because you don't really know that person. You ain't never been around this person a day in your life. You literally see their highlights. You see them post a picture on their birthday and on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, I mean, so, social media, man, it's, it's really, you know, everybody feels a burden of social media. So it's not like black people suffer any worse than oh, white yeah. people or Mexicans or anybody uh-huh. else. And I mean, you know, we may hate differently, but, but you know, we also from that fictitious, you know, just uh, whatever, whatever social media has created, like, it's crazy, man. Like, it's, it is, it is bonkers. And I mean, because like, I, I didn't feel myself like that. I, I didn't feel myself feeling like I'm not measuring up to what somebody else got going on. Yeah. Because 
they got different stuff than I got. It's a natural human yeah, function yeah, to feel yeah, that yeah, way too. Yeah, I mean, so like, I didn't like, no, nah, I ain't do, I ain't doing enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, like, I travel a lot. People think I travel. I'm like, man, I ain't. It's still places I ain't been. I ain't been to New York. I ain't been to L.A. I ain't been to Chicago. I ain't been to Canada. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you see me traveling, you like, oh, he be on the move. But see, that's the thing right there. I'm looking at folks that do go to these places. Like, I'm not doing enough. It's folks looking at me like, oh, just the simple fact that you traveling lets me know that I ain't doing enough. So I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so like, it's, it's different levels. I mean, it's, it's levels to it, but like, people don't see the whole picture. Nobody ever sees the whole picture. Like people don't see, you know, it's a lot of folks in the city that live dope lives. They they live downtown, you know, whatever. They they rent an apartment. Not saying they can't buy a house. They just don't have a house. You got different bills in the house. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, they but they rent an apartment. They're not they're not they haven't bought a condo. They haven't did anything. You know, it's you know, about to say, I got a nice I got a nice truck outside. Mm-hmm. And some folks they don't have a nice they don't have a nice vehicle. They might have a ten year old hunter, so that I mean that money that I gotta spend for my payments is money they get to travel with. You know, it's just I mean different stuff. Like some people traveling, but they don't go out to eat every they don't go out to eat every week. Yeah. You know, so I mean, like people never see the whole story. Like I told you, highlight real. I mean, yeah. I like, feel the same way too about the car thing you just said because uh, I was like, boy, if I ain't had no car note, I can do X, Y, and Z every month. Boy, I'd be straight. Yeah. But at the same time, I, ultimately, I wouldn't be happy. Yeah, I mean, so like, I mean, like, I'm a car guy. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't be happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you have to find, like, my wife is real good at that shit. Like, she finds happiness in just happiness. Like, she is real good at that. It annoys the fuck out of me, too. It annoys the <laughs> Nah, she sounds like she a real good lady. But yeah, it annoys Because I'll never be like that. I mean, it annoys the fuck out of me. I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to bounce off the wall and bounce back. And Nah, she be good. Like, she be chilling. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, that shit... That shit crazy, man. But like, she she don't buy into, you know, people's Instagram and their stories. I mean, and that shit is all set up to make you feel like you need to do more. It's all set up to make you feel like you have to do more than what you're doing now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It went from, it went from, you know, Facebook to where you can just post like what's going on in your life or how you feeling or whatever to. Mm-hmm. Now you can post a picture. Then what's Instagram while well, you was doing was posting pictures. Now you know, now you posting nicer pictures. Now it's like a whole story. So now now you now, like now you feel like you gotta tell people everything that's going on. You gotta show people how lit you are. Like cause you associated with lit, man. So I, I, <laughs> I mean like I didn't like I didn't have myself fall into that trap, man. Like I'm now How'd you like, break out of it? How did you balance it? I mean, like, I'm breaking out of it now. Like, I'm withdrawing from it. Like, I mean, it's like, I be like a fiend. You know what I'm saying? Like, folks be reaching for their they pack of cigarettes. Like, it's hard for me not to reach for my phone and pull on pull up on Instagram. But then you just realize, man, you know, like, I can't I can't be effective with this. I mean, like, I don't have a business on Instagram. I don't have a business on Facebook. Uh, so, like, you know what I'm saying? What am I, what, like, I'm taking very valuable time of mine and using it very unwisely. So, it's like, how do I get off that? And then, like, for me, it was I need to step back from it because this is so much. It's so many distractions. The number one distraction is you know materialistic things. So I'm feeling like I don't. I'm not doing enough. I don't have enough. I'm never gonna be enough. 
Like I'm 27, I see folks in here 27 with nicer cars than me, nicer homes than me, going on nicer vacations, uh, with nicer clothes, nicer shoes. I don't care what nobody telling me. I know I'm not doing enough because this same person, 27 or 26 or 28 or 30, they got this. Uh, I mean, like I just don't know. Like I mean, I can't even I can't even do nothing because I'm so busy focused on what they watching what the hell they got going on. Yeah. So I can't even move how I need to move, man. You know so. For me, it's just like, all right, man, cool. you got to chill out. Like, you so, bro, what you knowing that, does that make you want to stay away from social media completely? Or it, or do you think it's just one of them things where you got to fix how you how you view it? I got to fix how I view it, man. You know, you got to, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, social media is one thing that you really need to limit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. It's kind of like junk food. Yeah, like junk food, man. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a meat or whatever, like anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that, it's not that meat, meat is entirely bad for you or. Junk food is entirely bad for you. We all know it's bad, but you know what I'm saying. Like I would never tell anybody to stop eating cake. Man, yeah. I mean, it's just like, all right, do you want to eat cake every day? No, you don't eat cake every day. Like you, you know, it's gonna do something to you. You can't eat candy every day. You mm-hmm. know, I wouldn't tell nobody to eat a steak every day. You know, just because like it's it's going it's gonna mess you up. Like it's gonna mess you up. Like, and that's it's, that's a great analogy, right? There. You know, like social media, just like. Snack food of like knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like snack food of knowledge. I mean, you know, now watching the Breakfast Club interview on way up here, and they had that guy on there who was talking about his book, which I'm, which I'm going go 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 get next. But it's basically like I'm gonna you, probably check it out too. I seen it. I seen yeah. him on there. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get that book. I wish I had his name, but uh, uh even a book name, but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go check it out, man, because like. I'm just discovering, man. Like you know, it's just so much stuff like that you don't need. Like, like the first thing I figured out that I didn't really need to live like comfortable with was shoes. His name is Kyle Newport. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's what's up. Yeah, Kyle Newport. I see you got a book out there about like giving up social media. Y'all need to go check it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm gonna go check it out. But like the first thing I realized I, I could live without, bro, like was shoes. Like that was my first thing. I was like, "Hey, man! Like, if I don't have the newest shoes, I don't have the latest shoes, I'd be just fine. <laughs> like, I'm good without having all these shoes, man." So that was one. That was one of the things that, I, like, I just gave up. Like, now it's just time for me to conquer social media. I got, I gotta, I gotta conquer it, man. I just can't, I just can't get my life to it. Like, it, it ain't making me no money. If it was making me money, it'd be a different story. Yeah. Honestly, dog, I've had time in my life where where I pretty much just wasn't rocking with social media. Like, matter of fact, when you met me when I was going to Southern, I was not fucking with Facebook. I stayed off of Facebook the whole two years I was at Georgia Southern. I didn't get on it not one time because uh, my Facebook was ratchet as hell, and I was trying to do something positive in my life, and I just could not. I just didn't like it, dog. And it's like it's like the people I love was on there, and they all doing bad as hell and on there flexing hard as hell. And it's like, my nigga, I know you in real life. Like I'm coming home on Christmas and seeing you, and that's not what's on social media. So I just stayed off of it the whole time. But what I did, I replaced it with like Twitter because I only had like a hundred friends on Twitter. So I got on Twitter and I I be in class instead of paying attention to class. I'm watching porn on Twitter and shit. You watch porn on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. You had, you I had, just was bored. You had another problem. You got to <laughs> yeah, talk about that I problem. Yeah, I created another one. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't addicted to the porn, though. I just was looking at it because I was bored. I want to know how you watch porn in class. You got to explain it to do, sir. Oh, explain <laughs> it to you? All right. So it's like, it ain't really porn. It was just like, you know, them little Instagram thoughts. 
I'm just following all of them and just looking at what oh. the hell they doing and laughing and shit. You just you just looking at full asses like what you yeah. Doing? You were looking at like porn. Through. You weren't looking like them I, having. I had a couple. Of, I had a couple little porn pages on there too. Oh man! But it's not like I was looking at it and like I got to the point where like. I wasn't I, like I wasn't really getting aroused. I was looking at it like I wonder why these bitches post shit like this every day. Like I'm trying to psychoanalyze something on social media. Bro, like, I mean, I, I know I know why models well, I mean, however you feel like I mean models or dancers or whatever, they make money out their body. Uh-huh. I can respect that. If I if some I some of them, yes, yes, I mean some of say, them I can really I can, like I can respect it because men have been making money off our bodies forever. We just we just call it athleticism. Yeah. They don't. I mean, we we still have. I would disagree with you, but yeah. I mean, but to me, that's all it is. You making money off your body, but I say Mm, I can't. I can't agree with that. I mean, but I say I believe women. Women would not do. Women would not do that right there. If if I say if we respect the women basketball, the way we respect uh, men basketball. I mean, it's a reason why they both are are on different levels, though. I mean, it's a reason because you know we. Stronger, faster, everything else. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I get that. I mean, but like you know, but I say, but so we don't, we don't have to show off our body the way they, I mean, the way, the way they do. I, I have no problem with that. What gets me, man? What really gets me? The folks from my hometown, like why they post the shit they post. <laughs> why do they post the shit they? Post? I would love to see your timeline of people where you man, from. Like, I mean, it, it like where you that. from? You from Douglasville, yeah, Georgia? I'm from Douglas, not Douglasville. Oh, Douglas, Douglas Georgia. I mean, but it Douglasville, like, that's it, South Carolina. Nah, Douglasville, uh, west of Atlanta. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm tripping. But uh, I'd be like, man, why in the hell did they post the shit they posted? Like they posted some bullshit. Like you seen post, post pictures <laughs> with guns and. Fuck twelve and like uh, you know, like man, like I get it. You smoke weed, like everybody smoke weed. Why you gotta like you gotta show everybody you smoke weed? Social media, boy, it's a hell of a drug. You know what, like you know what I'm saying? I have never pa- posted anybody passed out. Like, I don't want to post you passed out. Like don't in your own throw up and you know just out for fucking with your face and shit. Yeah, nah, I mean, like, why, why are you going? Why are you going to do somebody like that? I man? mean, to each his own with that, though. But I mean, as far as like, like, okay, I'm with you because I've never posted a picture of me with no gun ever, and I probably own a gun since I was young as hell. I ain't never posted no guns online. I ain't never posted no drugs online. I ain't never posted me smoking, even when I used to smoke like MySpace days. I just didn't think that was the thing you did. Like on top of that, like when you doing stupid shit, like you don't want to draw no more attention to you. That's why I don't get it. I mean, nah. I mean, yeah, you want to draw no more attention to you. Then just like, I'm so conscious right now that you gotta put out positive stuff. Correct. Or you gotta put out. I'm with you on that too. You gotta put out neutral stuff. Like the stuff you has to be has to start from either zero and go forward. It can't start from zero and go back. Like you can't put out. Negative stuff, cause people really, really take debate on negative stuff. Like mm-hmm. they take debate on negative stuff. I mean, I, I ain't talking about you know, I'm like Facebook. Facebook became too much of a, uh, you know, just it, it became too much of me. I used to hate getting on Facebook. Facebook don't turn to MySpace, boy. Yes, Facebook, Facebook, wild. But uh, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it really is, man. But like, I remember, like, I I started rocking on Facebook in college too. Uh, I mean, like, I just stopped getting on there as much. Like, I might get on Facebook, like, once a week. That was before I found Instagram. Mm-hmm. I might get on Facebook once a week. 
And oh, uh, you know, it, just, it was just too much. I got, I got tired of getting on Facebook, getting tagged in fake Jordan pages, and uh, <laughs> I got I got I got tired of you know getting tagged in all these promotional things. I got tired of getting tagged, and you know, uh, can this can this uh baby with this rare heart condition get a thousand likes? You know, like like you know what I'm saying, like her go to hell. Or, I got tired of getting I just got tired of being all that shit. Then, all right, bro. So let me tell you my view on social media. All right, for me personally, like, before I started podcasting, of course I got on social media like everyone else, but this is my whole thing about it. Um, Social media is like a tool, and, you know, like any tool, like, let's use a hoe, for example, the garden tool hoe. Uh, You can use that hoe, and, and, you know, you can shovel up some dirt, you know, you can plant your seeds, you can grow your crops, but you also can use that hoe as a weapon and split somebody's skull open. So it all just depends on how you use it. So for me, this is what I do. And I had this conversation with a podcast I'm putting out tomorrow morning. And uh, he felt me 100%. And he, he actually deleted his Facebook and started a new one after I told him this. But um, so for me with social media, it's like, you know how you hear people all the time, like uh, the first thing you do when you wake up shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't get on social media? You heard people say that before? Yeah. yeah. So, um. I disagree with that because the first thing I do when I wake up, I get on social media, but what I do is I go to Gary V's page. That's what like starts my day out. Like I go to his page and the things that he speaks about, for some reason, it it it, it always relates to how my day goes. Just always. And I just always remember like his voice. And he says the most simplest things in the world. That's the type of person Gary V is. But you know, it's all about entrepreneurship. So me as an entrepreneur, that's what fuels me. So basically what I'm saying is like on social media, you have to control what you look at. It's kind of like a diet. It's like like you were saying, you don't want too much meat in your diet. You don't want to eat chicken every day. You know, eat chicken twice a week, eat fish uh, two times a week. Or if you want to eliminate meat, period, you know, you better make sure you still have a healthy diet because I don't care what nobody say, you still need protein. People beefing like, who said you need protein? You need protein. I don't know why people <laughs> are on this vegan this veganism and thinking you don't need protein. But yeah, it it's about having a healthy uh a healthy diet. Like like you said, following people from back home, like maybe you just don't follow people from back home. Yeah, man. I mean that's I mean that's that's the real thing. That's why I, like right now, man, you know, like on Facebook or Instagram, I mean whatever platform I'm on, man, if I don't rock with something, I just I go in, you know what I'm saying, I unfollow that person. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, do too. I don't unfriend them. I unfollow them so they won't pop up on my um on my timeline. Yeah, I mean, so like it, it, it just it's just what I do. On Instagram is mainly like people that be flexing. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, and and what it, it what is it's mainly not, I ain't gonna just say flexing. It mainly be folks. It mainly be women who I, I unfollow women on Instagram and I unfollow men on on Facebook. And unfollow the women that's like, look at me, like look at me, like you know what I'm saying. I hate click, that. Like, 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 look, pick, like they they call them pick me girls. Uh-huh. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Pick I said me. that I showed you the video I posted on Instagram today. Yeah, yeah you showed me. You that's showed, exactly what I was talking yeah, about. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, they call them pick me girls. I unfollow pick me girls on uh, Instagram, and it's just because like you don't have a boyfriend because you're a thought and you put out thought energy. Like that's the reason you don't got a boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, so it ain't it ain't because you ain't found nobody to match your fly. Yeah, you you you, you, you a thot. So the only 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 people who gonna match that is people who, who people who attracted to thots. You mean you know what I'm saying? And the person gonna you know they gonna mask their true intentions to be with you, 
because they already know what their true intentions gonna get them. So they would they would go in and say, "I want a relationship with you," just because you know they you know they they actually want to hit. Mm-hmm. So I, I like I didn't follow that right there because I mean it, it annoys the shit out of me to see pick me girls like it annoys the shit out of me to be like you know what I'm saying who always constantly bragging about what they could do or what they did like you look basic man like you know what I'm saying I get it mm-hmm. you have big boobs or big butter like whatever like but you look basic like, yeah I mean, you talking you? about the girls that be on there like I'm trying to get flued out. Yeah, I mean, but but these ain't even the Instagram models. These right here girls, yeah, they probably got about like five thousand likes. Yeah, you know what I mean, five thousand followers. Mm-hmm. They probably get like three, four hundred, three, three, four hundred likes. I mean, nah, I mean, I ain't following them. Now, fast forward to Facebook, that's why I ain't follow the dudes, and I ain't follow like the dudes who just want to like be, you know, in the gang or they want to, you know what I'm saying, live this thuggish life or fake. I mean. Fake life, or they they always putting out negative stuff. They putting out comical stuff. They putting out, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that's just like I shouldn't. I shouldn't even see that site right there because it's going. It's it's going to be etched in my brain. Yeah. You know, even if even if I see it for a second, I'm gonna remember it. So I just I, I just got to delete you. I, I just got to delete y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just, like I mean, just imagine if Kodak Black wasn't famous. That's the type of dudes I don't follow. If you didn't, if Kodak Black wasn't Kodak Black that we knew, because every, every, everybody's city got a Kodak Black. Like, he is, I mean, no matter what city you from, you have a person that acts like Kodak Black. I know, I know like five of them from yeah, out here. I, I, I unfollow that Kodak Black. I unfollow that person. I mean, because just like. Man, I'm going to be honest with you, Quay. Them Kodak Black type niggas be having me rolling, bro. I got to follow them. <laughs> I mean, you got you, you, you to gotta keep one on. I mean, but I gotta he, keep a couple, bro. Them boys be having me rolling, boy. Nah, I don't take them serious though. So that's what it is with me. Like it's literally comedy to me. I mean, but you know, comedy, comedy to you is somebody real, is realism to somebody else. That's true. Like you know, what I saying? agree like, with you. Like, like you know, like Chief Keith. I, mm-hmm. I like the Chief Keith album he put out when we were back in college. Finally, finally famous. Not, not, not finally famous. It was uh whatever the hell it was called. I don't know what it was called. Yeah. But I kept telling about I just don't like Chief Key. I didn't I didn't like the energy he was putting out of Chicago. I don't like you know, to me, Chief Key music is just a song that I get lips to in the club. Mm-hmm. But I say, but to people in Chicago, that's an anthem. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's the music that really get them fired up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that music really, really gets them going. I'm like, man, like that shit is just not good for the environment. It's not good for the ecosystem. Right so, bro, do you think you would benefit from a social media cleanse? Oh hell yeah, man! And that's what I'm you doing. You should do it, bro. I mean, like that's my plan, bro. Like I mean, I plan on giving it up, bro. Like I mean, I plan on like taking, you know, starting off with a week. You know what I'm saying? Not no mm-hmm. week, no week, no Instagram, no Facebook. Because, like I said, man, it's not making me no money. If it was making me money, you need it. Yeah, I mean, you need. Some people need Instagram. People need Facebook. Some people need Twitter. I mean, you know, like some people need Pinterest or whatever. Uh, but like, I don't need Facebook. It's not making me no money. So I, I mean, yeah, for what I got going on, I definitely need it. You need it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope I hope to be there one day where I do need it, where it can make me money, because it has made a lot of people very very successful. Oh, it's probably the number one marketing tool right now. Hands down, like not even a close second is number one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, social media is. I mean, but the thing about social media that's that's limiting the social media is 
the way they market it to you. So social media markets off your interest. Correct. So like you know what I'm saying? The whole like, algorithm. Yeah, they got it. So it's only it's only gonna show you what you like. So like uh, I like I like Vans. I see uh, I see something on, for Vans every day on my phone. I like Nikes. It's gonna show me something for Nikes. I rarely see something for Adidas. Never see nothing for Reeboks. Uh, and I don't see no cowboy boots. So somebody want to sell me cowboy boots. They can't sell me cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, not 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 based on social media. But actually, that's like a good thing though. I mean, as far as like people talk about data fishing, data fishing is actually a, a pretty good thing. Yeah. Though. Even though like I hate when I'm texting somebody and I say something about a Canon camera, then I start seeing Canon all over the place. It's like, bro, I already brought a product from y'all. Man, nah, bro. I really be thinking Google be listening to me, bro. Like, I, really be my I just told you it's data fishing. I, I think I think it be in my mind, bro. Like, I be thinking about something, and like I look on my phone. Oh, you start feeling like they got a chip in your you brain know, or something. I feel like they just be reading, like they be, like they be knowing. What they oh, nah. Be. Trust me though, data fishing is real. I mean, I know That's it's real. real I know thing. it's real, bro. Like, cause you know what I'm saying. Like, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like I can, like leaving here, man. I I can go look up podcasts and. Like just Google it one time, and it's gonna start popping up everywhere. Everywhere you're gonna yeah. start seeing podcasting events, and because you know that's all I do is listen to podcasts, and you know I got a podcast, and yeah. uh, that's all I see over my timeline. Podcast, yeah, man. You know, I mean, it's, just, it's crazy, man. I, I can't. Yeah, data fishing is real. It's not scary because it's it's something like I told you. It's a tool. It's something that we benefit from. It's it's scary to me. And I think that's like one of the things that people don't know. Like when, when I hear people talk about like what issues really matter to them, mm-hmm. like that issue matter to me. Like the fact that social Google, media thing, not not social media, not not social media, uh, not in general. The fact that you know you have given like a phone like your life. Oh, like, I mean, like you didn't give it your life. Like it, it mean, not it mean it, it holds your secrets. Your, you know, your critical information, your addresses, your your hopes, your wants, your dreams. You know everything. You got everything in your uh, in your social me- in your social media account. I mean, yeah. I mean, so in your phone, and like they can you. I mean, a company can use everything you want. Like, I mean, they can use it to market to you. I mean, and they can. The thing that's scary, man. You know, like they can sell the information to somebody else. Like they can sell like Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube, whatever. Like they can, they can sell whatever you're looking at. The fact that you're looking at it to someone else. I mean, you know, it's marketing. You know, you look at it like it, that's just marketing. I'm looking at it like, damn, like I would like to get paid for you selling me, like, bro, like. Yeah, let, I know like, what you're saying. Like, let me know what's up. Like, you know what I'm saying. But it's it's so it's so much more that goes into. That type of data, that, that but type. but at the same time, the uh the tag office and, and the DMV, they be selling your address. They get caught doing that shit all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. But uh, but I say I feel like it's people doing it or whatever. Like I mean, something like that. I mean, maybe 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 it is the government, or maybe you know what I'm saying. You clicked on something you didn't know you clicked on. Uh oh, conspiracy! Here comes the government topic. <laughs> nah, I, ain't even, I love that topic. I ain't even want to woke. <laughs> I only like woke people. <laughs> you gotta stay woke, bro. I can't stand that, bro. Like, man, you sound crazy. Man, shout out my dog Maine from More Than the Masters. He uh he got this whole little theme going on talking about it. it's the government's fault and uh it's all a conspiracy. Because, you know, when uh, Nipsey passed away, R.P. Nipsey, but, you know, everybody was saying these little 
little conspiracy theories, and me and right. him was kicking back, laughing at all the conspiracy theories that just popping up. But like, them things is interesting. There was a conspiracy always interesting, bro. Like, is it me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that no, that, no, no, no. What's interesting is the fact that people believe that shit. Yeah, I mean, but you want to know what though, bro? The fact when Nilsie died. It wasn't even a conspiracy. I mean, black people, we're going to believe conspiracies because... We don't want to believe we're killing each other. That was part of it. I mean, but yeah. there were, it's, two, it's two problems. You know, it's two... When, what issue is black people, black people do not know how to handle death. Like, they, we don't know how to handle death. Like, like I say, like... like I, I didn't talk, even think of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was talking to you earlier about weddings. Like, we don't... We do wedding wrong. We do death wrong, too. Uh, we don't know how to handle it. The other reason is, bro, like, it's, we done had a lot of conspiracies happen to us, you know, from, you know, the Tuskegee experiments to, you know, uh, MLK. The, John, the John Hopkins experiments. MLK. You know, just the way, you know, how, how AIDS came to fruition, you know, cocaine in the communities. So, I mean, you know, like, I get people bases of premise for where they're coming from with the conspiracies. Mm-hmm. What I think is harmful at is we don't give people no time for facts. I mean, like, we don't we don't fact check nothing. I mean, it's just like I can say slim, I can I can start a rumor about you and folk gonna take that shit and run with it. Because nah, let's go because back to social fit, media a little fits bit. The, it fits the bill. Yeah. But let, bruh, let's go back to social media a little bit. So um do you ever scroll through social media and you'll see something like uh it'll it'll be a uh an article from a site and it'll be like uh Kodak Black said uh f- uh fuck Nipsey Hustle or some shit like that. And it'd be some shit he did not say whatsoever, but that should have had like twenty thousand shares. You ever yeah, I mean, see that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that just that, that just because people really don't Donald Trump started some shit with that fake news shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he I mean he Donald Trump just desensitized us more than what was already desensitized. I mean, you know by saying but and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even blame it on Donald Trump, man. You know, House of Cards and Scandals really had us on edge with that shit. House of Cards and Scandals laid the foundation for Donald Trump. People people probably won't agree with it. People probably won't believe it. So you think our reality, our our reality now is a reality show? Our, yeah, our reality right now is just you know it is what it is. Like me right now, like bro, like it it takes something very very major. To hold our attention for longer than a day, like right now, man. You know how how long how long did you know that shooting that happened in Texas at a school in Houston stay on the news? Mm, two seconds. Two seconds, bro. Like they went into a high school and killed students, bro. Like who was at school, man? They business. It was on the school for two seconds. I mean, we so desensitized, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Not true. And, That's true. I said I said that before on a podcast. I said I feel like us as people, um, we're just getting more and more desensitized. But at the same time, it's like ah, I forgot exactly what I said. So basically, ba- basically what I was trying to say is like uh, we get to a point where we just stop caring about things like death or seeing death on social media. But at the same time, we're super sensitive. You know what I mean? It's like. It'll be something like Cardi B saying the uh, drug and rape thing, 
and will will be outraged about something like that. But then somebody will post a video of somebody getting gunned down in the streets, and we're all glued to it. I mean, it's like we just on two different screens. Yeah, that's I what mean, I'm saying. You know, just like I me, mean, and this it's really our reality, man. It's just like politics, man. Nobody can say they're not political. Mm-hmm. It's just it's too many politics in too many politics around you. The tag on your shirt is political. The government made that company who made your shirt put that tag on your shirt, describing what materials they had in their shirt, how flamboyant it is. I mean, that's government. I mean, so. But back to your new statement, like we just we we are literally either we gonna counsel you, or we gonna support you because we mess with you. Mm-hmm. So we just on two different. We can never have a balanced debate about something because it's like if you if you agree with something, then you on the side that's for it. Or I mean, like you can't piece something together. Like you can't like you know what I'm saying. You can't you get you gotta be all in all out. I mean, and 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 that and that's what's harmful. The people is like back to the back to the back to the death thing, you know, and you know, Nilsey, like you said, R. P. to Nilsey. Yeah. I tell everybody, man, I wasn't thinking of I mean, when I got ready to work out, when I got ready to ride in my car, I wouldn't, you know, oh, let me put this new Nilsey uh you know, victory lap on. I mean, I wasn't that guy. Like he he got some very, very good songs. I thought I thought the album was amazing. Uh, you know, it's six songs on that I just, I just play and repeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, minus the rest of the album. It's just I play them six songs. And they the first six songs. I play them first six songs. When it gets to that six songs, I start it back over again. Now that he didn't pass, I start listening to more of his music. But, you know, like, people couldn't fathom the fact that I could be a fan of his work and not all the way a fan of his music and more of him the same. It was like, nah, you 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 wouldn't listen to Nielsen, Nielsen Hustle. Like, I ain't got to be a, a wholeheartedly Nipsey fan to support Nipsey. Like, he was he was more than a rapper, sir. That's the reason we celebrating him. Like, a lot of rappers didn't pass lately. But we only celebrating this man like this right here because he was more than the rapper. Yeah. I mean, so, like, you know, it was just like... But and you don't have to be a super fan to, you know, mourn and, and actually care about somebody's death because you know the story. Yeah, yeah, I know the story. I was supporting like what he was. I was supporting like what it was. I think Nipsey is what we talking about in this whole podcast right here. You know, he was just talking about you know insecurities. Yeah, you know, like you know, I don't, I don't have to get. I didn't have to become a rapper the way everybody else became a rapper. I don't have to you know look wild and be wild and show y'all my cars and my clothes and my shoes and my chains and you know me pouring champagne on girls and everything and. I ain't had to do all that. I mean, and that's what I rock with Nilsey Hustle for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I rock with Nilsey Hustle because Nilsey Hustle, if you really listen to his music, when he, you know, he's got a song that we t- we turn Slauson into Venice Beach. Like that, he talking about gentrification. Yeah. Like if you're not careful, man, like all the hoods are going away. Like ain't they? They coming in, and they taking the hoods back. I mean, people are moving back to the cities. And your Slauson, I mean, because it's Slauson in every 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 city, is like they gonna make that Venice Beach, like even in like in Atlanta right now, like Decatur, like the Dick, like people that used to live in Decatur, I mean Decatur is the richest area in a, in the metro right now. Mm. So it went from being the hood, or people like the biggest one is Brooklyn, like Brooklyn went from being you know the home of Jay Z and so many other rappers and. 
you know, Brooklyn went from being, you know, one step above Harlem to being one step below to being one step below Manhattan. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you like see, dog, you see what they did with Marcy Projects out there? I ain't even seen that, but I can only imagine. Man, bruh, they gentrified the whole thing. Marcy Projects is now a upscale luxury apartment complex. But I mean, that's the cater, bro. That's the whole thing, bro. Like they are coming into, you know, they're coming into our neighborhoods and they and they find something that we find very invaluable, valuable. Because mm-hmm. what people don't know is, you know, hoods are the same proximity from the city that those upscale city suburbs are from, from the metro Atlanta. I mean, so like Buckhead and East Point are literally the same distance from Atlanta as, you know, as each other. So they, what they're saying is, I can't afford to stay in Buckhead, so I'm going to move to East Point and I'm going to buy your $60,000 house that you trashed for 30 years. And I'm gonna make it a hundred. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna put a hundred thousand dollars working, and I'll make that a five hundred thousand dollar house. I mean, so that's what Nipsey, when he was saying buy back your hood. That's what he talking about. He talking gentrification about gentrification in a nutshell. He talking about he, talk, he What he basically saying is you need to gentrify your own hood. Stop, mm-hmm. stop complaining about gentrification. Stop. I mean, stop saying you know they coming in, they changing the hood, they buying out the hood. You need to buy your hood back. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of my goals right there. Like I like I I want to I want to I want to own a piece of that. I want I want to get into that. Not for the fact that you, you want to do it in Douglas. You know Douglas is, is a different market. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I ain't never been. Like Douglas is the country man. Like Douglas is like going 45 minutes south of Augusta. You in Douglas? I mean, you ain't got to be in Douglas, Georgia to be in Douglas, Georgia. <laughs> okay, I got you. It's like a Lincolnton, Georgia. <laughs> Probably a little bigger than that. Places. But yeah, I mean, you ain't got to be in Douglas, Georgia to be in Douglas, Georgia now. Yeah. I mean, Douglas, Georgia is like Statesboro, Georgia. But uh, take, take Georgia Southern out of Statesboro. What is Statesboro? Douglas, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hated it out there, bro. Ain't shit out there. I mean, you take you take you take Georgia Southern, you get Douglas Georgia. That's what you get. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, what I, I mean, what I'm talking about, man. You know, like I I've been looking at uh, I mean, like every night before I go to sleep, man. Every night, uh, I didn't turn off the, turn off Instagram, turn off Facebook. Either I'm on YouTube, or I'm on Zillow or Realtor. And I'm just looking for deals. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ain't got into real estate. I'm just like peeping the market. Uh. I'm just looking, you know, like seeing like which neighborhoods are up and coming, and you can really tell like which neighborhoods are up and coming because of the fluctuation in prices. Uh huh. So you can tell like it's all about analyzing the market. Yeah. So you can tell like uh, all right. So I and what what I used to do is I used to look at the list. List don't tell you the whole story. Mm-hmm. So I go to the maps. So the maps gonna tell you the whole story. So you can go to the maps and you can see the difference in prices relatively easy because you can see on the same street. You got a house going for five hundred thousand. You got a house going for six hundred thousand, and you got a house for sale for one fifty. So you need to go in there, you, that one fifty house is the house you need to target. Then once you've seen the prices different, like you can go in and say, "All right, let me see what's different about these houses." So it's this house that's worth four hundred thousand dollars more than the houses right here. Is it a bigger house? It does it have a bigger yard. And most time, what it is is that house right there that's worth six hundred thousand. Is getting ready for gentrification. I mean, they didn't went in. They didn't gutted it out. They didn't gutted. They didn't renovated it. They, it looks nice now. So that's the house you need to be. That need. They need. They need to be a house on your mind right there. So, bro, what got you into uh even thinking about real estate? But it's the number one money making machine in the world. 
Yeah, that's what I people mean, say. Every rich person is in the real estate. Every rich person is in the real estate, man. You know how? I mean, for me, bro, like you know, what I'm saying, like my 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 ultimate goal is to leave a legacy. That's my ultimate goal, bro. Like I look at people who have like the Rockefellers or the Waltons. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, soon to be the Carters when you know when Jay Z and Beyonce kids start getting the fruition. Uh, you know, uh, even the Obamas, you know, they had one term in office and and now it's the Obamas. I want people to say the Odoms. I want people to have a reverence when they say that name. Like, damn. Like, like I mean, you know, I'm just tired of, man, you know, like, listen, listen to Nipsey Hussle, listen to Killer Mike, listen to DJ Envy. You got to stop. You got, you can't depend on people to come in and fix up your stuff. You got to fix it yourself. It's, you got to fix it it's yourself. It's about within. You got, because that way you can own it. You can own the. But, the bro, didn't you say you met somebody at a uh, a lift ride? Yeah, I mean, I mean, his his was basically like you know what I'm saying. I've had some of the most amazing conversations in Lyft. The most amazing conversations. Oh, you lucky then. I didn't have that's some, the most awkward conversations you'll have in the I world. Mean, like, I didn't have. I mean, I, I didn't have a Lyft. I didn't have a Lyft conversation with a person who owned four subways. I didn't have a Lyft. I didn't have a Lyft conversation with a lawyer who. Bruh, you know subways don't cost that much. They don't cost that much. But the fact he owns four of them is yeah, still impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, smart. Because so, I think when I used to research Subway, they was bad like $10,000. That's a bad franchise. Horrible. Subway's a bad franchise. Chick-fil-A is kind of in between McDonald's. They just, they just went public recently, though, Chick-fil-A, a couple years ago. The thing that makes Chick-fil-A not a good franchise is because it's a limited franchise. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? You go out there and you invest in the Burger King. Burger King wants you to look at the future. Uh-huh. They want you to look beyond, you know, owning a specific Burger King. They want you to look at owning, you know, 10 Burger Kings. That, that's their goal for you and for the company. I want you to own 10 different Burger Kings. Chick-fil-A is like, you need to focus on this one franchise we gave you. And if you if we think you deserve another, we'll give you another one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just like that right there. But not to get off topic, though. Uh Back to the lift. I mean, like, I, I mean, I had some major. I had some conversation with a dude, a black dude who was driving lift in New Orleans. Who was like, you know, what I'm saying, he was he was renovating homes in uh, he was renovating homes in New Orleans. I mean, like, we just riding back to the airport like six o'clock in the morning. He talking about he's like, yeah, man, that's what that's what I do for a living. I I flip houses in New Orleans. I mean, just dope. It just so happened with this one person, man. Like, I was literally in the lift. Got in the lift, man. We talking about man, it's a nice day outside. It's it's nice and hot. He's like, yeah, man, it ain't too hot. It went, it went from it ain't too hot to where he vacationed at. He was like, Cause we, but I say then, then we start, then we start talking about what a vacation at. So we went from Vegas to New Orleans to Charleston, all over based off a of conversation of nice weather and vacationing. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just asked the man like, what you do? He was like, yeah, man, I drive, I drive Uber full time. He was like, but he was like, but really, what I do is me and my wife flip houses. You know, so we just talking to him. And he was just trying, to, he was just teaching me about. Like he was like, yeah, we flip houses, but we also buy land. He's like, we buy. He was like, we buy land at uh, lean. We buy uh, liens. Uh, we buy property liens off land, and that's and that's how we own our land. So basically, basically, all the property lien is you didn't pay your taxes. Yeah. And so you didn't pay your taxes for long enough. The government said we are gonna take your house. And so like, uh, you are you still on the hook for paying your loan for your house for whatever land or house you own? Uh, the other person gets to pay for it. The other person gets to own it, and they own it outright. So that's one. Of them, that's one of them perk things right there. Like, so he was just teaching me about that right there, man. And he had to do that, man. He know me. I ain't know him. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I put it on Facebook. To inspire somebody else? Not to inspire somebody else, but to say, you know, like, you can't be stingy or greedy with your information. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that, 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 that's the whole thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Bro, I, I, I um I had an experience like that yesterday, bro. Um, uh, it's a guy. His name is uh V Class. Shout out V Class Beats, man. He's a producer around here. He makes really good beats. But uh, he just hit me up yesterday and he was like, "Uh, Slim, what you got going on?" I was like, "Nothing too much today. I'm I'm really just chilling." He was like, "Oh, we should get up and just chop it up." We got up and chopped it up, bro. He, uh, he got a podcast also, bro. We was around each other for one hour. And when I tell you, this man gave me so much fucking game. In one hour, I got a headache. <laughs> like, when he left around me, dog, I, like, my mama had just called me as soon as he left. When I answered the phone, she was like, what you doing? I was like, nothing. She was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, nothing. I was like, I just had this good-ass conversation with this guy, and he gave me so much information. I'm in, I'm just in overload right now. Like, he was showing me, it's crazy, this, this episode is about social media, but he was showing me how to perfect social media. He was showing me, like, how to, how to you know, how to post the right things, how to do it at the right times, how to gain a following, how to make everything look attractive so people click on it, you know, all that to promote my podcast and stuff like that. And he was showing me YouTube because that's what I've been trying to master. And, you know, I told someone about the conversation we had and uh, the person was laughing and was like, so why would he do all that? And I like, you know what's funny about you saying that? He told me that because when I told him I appreciate the information he gave me, he told me he was like, nah, man. He was like, anything I learn, I want to make sure I give it to other people because that's what that's what matters to me. He was like, I'll be selfish if I just ran around here gaining all this knowledge and didn't put you on because he was like, you're somebody I, I definitely could see striving, so you need this. Yeah, man, man. Then like when you being stingy with you being stingy with stuff, you're not wanting to share, you're not wanting to share your knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean that that that's the main goal i mean you know aside from slavery and jim crow that's that's the reason african americans are lacking right there man you know we have chose to hold to the knowledge we you know we really feel like i mean you know like i can't me and you both can't be successful in the same ecosystem uh-huh like you know it's, it's only room for one line like i mean like regardless of the fact that there's a million other lines on the prairie field, prairie field but in this one domain I need to be the only person successful, man. Like, that's why, like, on, on my screensaver on my phone is a picture of, like, Jay-Z and Hov talking. I mean, I wish it was Master You said P. Jay-Z and Hov? No, I mean, I mean, I mean Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Diddy. Diddy. Okay, Jay-Z I'm with you, I'm with you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be like that. But it's like a picture of them. And I wish it was, like, Master P, Dr. Dre. Like, I wish it was all them people right there in that same ecosystem. Like, this is what success looks like. That's the reason, like, like one of my goals right now, man. Like one of my realistic goals is to make it the Jay Z Grammy party. Like that would be the dopest experience that I, like I have ever had. Like because like you just around you around black people that want to be around other black successful people, mm-hmm. and that's a rarity right there. It is. I mean, so you around black people that specifically want to be around other successful black people. So that's like when I when, so when I'm telling anybody anything. It's because I want to see you successful. Like if you pass me, you pass me. It was it was meant for you to pass me. 
bro, I'm mad that like what you're talking about right now. I'm mad that it took me years to figure that out. Like when I probably hit like I'm 28 now. When I probably hit like 25, 26, that's when I figured it out. Like, oh, you gotta have a strong network. And now I'm going through the process of like building that network. Like every time I encounter someone that I know is just a good ass person and got something to offer, I make sure I keep in contact with them. Oh yeah, man, you 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 got to man. You know that why I be hearing you about this podcast right here, man. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 all about it, man. You know. And I and I really really want to see, you know, other other black people be successful, man. I I want to see that right there. I want to see us be at our ultimate best every chance we get, man. It, it, I I cannot get enough of us looking good, man. Like I love black excellence. Yeah, man. That was another episode of Sit Down with Slim. You know, with my guest this week, Quay Odom. Um. If you haven't uh went to YouTube and subscribed to my channel, man, go ahead and subscribe. Check it out. You know, just search Sit Down with Slim. You'll you'll see it on there. I got a lot of good content on there and a lot more coming, man. I'm getting better and better each day it is, man. But I hope you enjoyed this episode, man. And I'm out.